Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, bringing you this from the confines of the truth booth here on the East Coast of the United States of America. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you already know the script here. You already know this isn't really a podcast that you come to that confirms your bullshit, that deepens your bullshit. This is the kind of conversation that confronts the kind of warm, liquidy state of your life. And the reason it does that is because I'm fundamentally of the view that the only person who can change your life is you. And the only real and meaningful way to do that is to question yourself. I think there's a lot of stuff out there in the world that has you question everybody else. I know, look, one of the things that comes up from time to time, and people ask me this question, is about, you know, offensive language, bigoted language, racist language, sectarian language, like all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, like... Pursuing the people who use that kind of language. And I think there's a tremendous amount of merit in that. But where I go off is it's not a singular answer. I'm also interested in the perennially offended, right? I'm also interested in like your hooks, your triggers, what gets under your skin. And I'm interested in what it takes for you to transform some of those aspects of your own humanity to actually equip you, as I've said many times in the past, to equip you to be a powerful human being. Where a lot of people go off is that they think it's one or the other. They don't feel as if you can tackle both those issues. Yeah, I mean, you can tackle those that victimize others You can also tackle those that live a life of being victimized. You can tackle them both. They both have a tremendous amount of merit. One doesn't justify the other. People think if you go and have a conversation with somebody who's lived 30 years of their life inside a victim conversation, that somehow you're justifying the behavior of those that victimized them. No, no. It's such a shallow you know, kind of fucking mealy-mouthed conversation, right? You need to be able to 
you know, I've devoted my life to empowering those that have been victimized. But what I don't do is say, oh, come here. Let me give you a cuddle. Like, there's time for that. And there's room for that. But in some way, in some fucking form or other, you have to work your way out of it. And in my experience, the most powerful way for a human being to take the life on is to confront what they have done to it. Why? Because that's the shit they can change. Is to confront what they have done in their life. So it gets me to this next thing, which has been burrowing away at me for a while because I had this, recently I've been talking about this desire, this urge that we have as human beings to be right. You know, like we have this desire, this urge to be right. And all too often, you know, people come to me with their questions and their comments. All too often they come to me with some of their kind of darker issues, the things that they feel as if are holding them back. You know, as I've said many times here, I'm not a fucking psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I don't do any of that kind of work. There are people that do that work. If you feel as if that's going to be a powerful pathway for you, I would heartily encourage you to pursue that pathway and to get out of that what you're going in to get, okay? So get out of it what you're going in to get. I'll even say this for my work and people that do mental health work, but even people who are like trainers, uh, personal trainers and nutritionists and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to speak in behalf of all of those fucking people. If you're somebody who wants to go participate in any of those things, right? If you want to pursue, you know, like a healthy lifestyle and eating the right way as opposed to the wrong way or, you know, deal with your finances or blah, blah. You got to go both feet in. That's all too often my problem, not so much with what's on offer, but the way that you participate, the way that you participate in your life is mostly either sitting glued to your fucking seat, observing what's going on, or at best, one foot in to kind of test how it's going. And I mean that across the board. Like, you know, people go to therapy to see how it goes for them. People pick a personal trainer to see if it's a fit. People choose a diet and, you know, fingers crossed and so on and so forth. And if you look in your own life, you'll see you doing exactly what I'm talking about. Well, hopefully this is better, which it's code, right? You're speaking in code. And here's the code. The slightest little bit of evidence that this isn't going my way, I'm out. You keep giving yourself the back door to your usual bullshit. If you're somebody who, and I really mean this, I want you to get this right between the fucking eyes, ears, and whatever else. If you're somebody right now, look at your life. If you're serious about changing this life, it doesn't matter how you're going to do it. What matters is both feet in. You can exert tremendous change in your life. You. If you want to exert tremendous change in your relationship, 
both feet in, but not both feet in like, and, and I think this is where we get all fucked up. It's like both feet in as long as it turns out. No, it's both feet in and it will turn out. It's both feet in to the process, which is probably my biggest fucking thing of all. People want the result, but they don't want the process. The process very often is the result that you're somebody who can put yourself into a situation to make things happen. We get too stopped by, waylaid by, paused by, broken down by that it's not there yet, or you can't see the result. You know, I often go back to this thing with my, because, you know, I've told you guys, my kids are very active, avid sports kids. And a couple of my boys are exceptional in their sport, exceptional. And the growth with them is these little tiny things that you might see over the course of months. It's not this, these fucking exponential leaps. Because they're they're building a pedigree, building an excellence in something. And often that's the case with people, they give up because they themselves can't see the minuscule growth that's been happening. They can't see it. It's little, little grains of dirt that are getting taken. It's not these big fucking leaps. When you give your life to something, and I really mean it that way, you give your life to it. The pathway, the growth is inevitable. Where you're getting fucked up is you're in some, and it, you know, I talk about this on and unfuck yourself. You're in some expectation as to how this is supposed to go. But it begins with you saying, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm both feet in, all in, committed to it. However, it rolls out, however it rolls out. And I know there are many of you listening to this fucking podcast right now. And this podcast gets thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads every week. I know there are many of you sitting there right now disheartened because you don't see the growth. I know there are tons of you right now not starting because the result won't be instant or as close to the instant as possible. See, the life you have right now, you've built this life over a period of time. And I can completely understand that many of you don't have the experience that you built this life. I know many of you had the experience that this is just how it turned out. I want you to get like brick by brick. You built this. You built this. And mostly what you've built is a series of reactions to shit from your past. Troubling times, problematic times. Some of them seem like big problems. Some of them seem like small problems. But everything you're living right now is a series of solutions to old shit. So getting in a relationship was the answer to being lonely. The job you have was the answer to no money. The debt you have was the answer to the feeling of not being accomplished or not getting there. Like, it's all current series of problems that once upon a time were going to fix your fucking life. 
So whether you have the experience of building this or not, doesn't matter. You built this fucking empire. Even if you were the victim to this thing or that thing or that thing, doesn't matter. Your solution to all of that is what you're currently living. I made this fucking video on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, get your arse over there and check it out. About people just not wanting to be extraordinary. People don't want to be extraordinary. They say they do. Oh, yeah, oh, I have a fucking amazing life, a life of purpose and joy and fulfillment. But in the meantime, where's the Oreos? Or just one, just this shirt here. Just a, Yeah, this will be my last purchase on the credit card. Or fuck it, they were wrong. I'm going to fucking tell them. Bah, 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 bah. Or I love my spouse, but here, let me just go in the closet here and fucking get the porn on. One more drink won't hurt. Or one more hit. Fuck's sake, I swear this. Listen, I'm managing this. These are all behaviors that to some people are going against what they say they want. These are all behaviors that are going against what you say you want. But you, what you first have to confront is at some level for you, what you say you want, do you really? Do you really? And I would say, not enough. Now, as we've, I've talked about this in the past too, wanting something is just bullshit, really. There has to be a trigger point. There has to be a point where the actions start to take over. Because the actions are the thing that will deliver on it. And the actions will have to carry you through the times when you have no motivation, no desire, where all evidence for what you say you want is gone. You can't build this little fucking clean and pristine world where you live in there and nobody says shit that pisses you off or wounds you and where your body just stays the way it stays and, you know, your finances are just the way they are and we're good. And, and to me, that seems like a lot of the illusion. Like we're trying to build this, not building for it, we're aiming for this fucking perfect life. And it's not like that. It's, it's wrestling with shit. It's swimming against the tide. It's disappointment. It's all of those things too. Also, but what we do is we try and shield ourselves from it. Try and shield ourselves from the potential for upset or pain or whatever, which is a shitty way to live. You have to live like full on, two feet in. Are people going to say shitty things to you? Yes, you fucking better believe it. I don't care what you do. If you're somebody who's constantly getting hooked by a certain kind of conversation, that'll be your life until you fucking deal with that. If you're somebody who, in certain moments of your life, when you've got critical choices to make, you keep making the fucking same one, you'll deal with that forever until you transform it. Until you prove to yourself consistently over time that you can go beyond that. It'll be the same old, same old. So if you're listening to this fucking podcast, driving your car or sitting in your room somewhere or whatever the fuck you're doing, get present to the life you've got right now. Look around. 
What aspects of that life are just ordinary? Like you have an ordinary relationship with your parents or your fucking friends or or yourself. Like it's this ordinary, like, oh yeah, I just limit the amount of time I'm around them. Or like, wh- where are you taking the fucking extraordinary route? And I don't mean that the high road. I mean the fucking extraordinary. Like, you know, I talk about this Sometimes when I do live events, I talk about breaking the chain. The people who raised you were part of the chain. Your rebellion against them, you're just part of the chain too. (laughs) Fucking swear to God. People, jeez. That, not that. That, not that. That, not that. That's your whole fucking life, man. That's your whole fucking life. And for those of you that listen to my podcast with your fucking spouse in mind or your friend in mind or your aunt or whatever, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to you about them. I'm talking to you about you. And if you think what I'm saying doesn't apply to you, you're fucking mistaken. You just don't think enough. I'm talking to you. You can't elicit change without some sort of fucking personal, right? For those of you that think I'm talking about something fucking political, stop. You cannot elicit change without some sort of personal revolution. A personal revolution. You have to revolt against you. The reason why I don't talk about fucking politics is it's just a pissing match. It's to see who can pee the highest up the fucking wall. Who can be the most right? Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. But the other side of that is that's you and your family. That's you and your relationship. That's you at work. That's you. It's all a reflection of you. But Gary, you don't understand. I do understand. That's your fucking problem here. I actually do understand. I do understand. I do understand that for you to get from childhood to here, some of you are literally or otherwise knocked around. That you've got some scars and wounds and blah, blah, blah. blah. I get all of that. And that your answer to that is, well, In your mind, you think you're breaking the fucking chain. You don't realize you're just putting another link in it. And I know this is hard for a lot of people to hear. This is a hard conversation for people to fucking hear. This is tough. This is like, but once and for all, I want to get it on the fucking table. The answer is not fucking healthy fucking boundaries. Stop. None of those boundaries are healthy for you. For you, you're a being. You're not a fucking agenda. You are a human being. And that beingness that you are, it fucking needs expressed in this world. Not managed. Not managed. There are some aspects of your own humanity that you need to do some work on to ensure that what's getting expressed in this world from you is the greatest fucking you you can muster. 
And sometimes that you that gets expressed, it's a kind of fucking shitty you. It's the complaining you. It's the finger pointing you. It's the blaming you. It's the resentful you. It's the angry you and the hurt you and the traumatized you and the battle scarred you. That's what's getting expressed and that's what you need to work on. All right, usually in the show, what we do in the second half of the show is we take a question from the nation. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take a fucking break here. And in the second half of this show, I'm going to carry on this conversation because this is not only a fundamental part of everything that I do, but if you, don't, if you can't get your head around this, then you should just go back to the fucking self-help section at Barnes & Noble and pick yourself up some other kind of personal growth work because I am not your guy. I might say some things that resonate with you, but if you can't get your head around what I'm talking about right fucking now, you should get, you know, back in touch with your fucking chakras and tons more fucking meditating and blood. There's nothing wrong with those things, by the way, but I just want you to know that that's not what I do. I'm a head-on, into-your-bullshit kind of guy. So we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back from this break, I'm going to lay down some foundational pieces for you that you're going to need to take this on. If you're up for real change in your life, you're going to need to fucking take this on. Woo! What a show. All right. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, 646-450-3203, call me, text me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, send me an email, or jump over to the website, unfucknation.com. That's a little form. You can fill that in. We're taking a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. A little different this week. Normally, this is the part of the show where I take a question from the nation. It's a little bit of a conundrum for me because I got some great fucking questions in the last week. But no, I want to continue with this conversation about you being someone who participates in life fully. That you're not somebody like, you know, you're trimming back the fucking hedges and bushes in your backyard, that you're somebody who can go out there and enjoy the whole fucking thing. And, you know, there's this conversation. It's funny because I, I find myself like I can't, there's some people that I can't have a conversation with because they immediately go to this thing for fucking blame. And I had a show a few episodes or a number of episodes back about distinguishing the difference between blame and responsibility. There are two 
contexts for conversation in the personal growth industry that people are using all the fucking time and it needs to stop. And it really needs to stop. And every time I go onto social media, I see it there. And it's all a context for blame, which is also, by the way, produces this condition of victim. Now, you can be a victim to something without being a victim. Listen to what I'm saying, for fuck's sake. You can be a victim to something without being a victim. When you focus on what was done to someone, and there's merit in that conversation, by the way, it immediately produces this beingness of victim. Now, I know there's people out there who are genuinely trying to make a difference with people, but I want you to get, you're clumsy. You're not acting in the best interest of the people that you think you're helping. You're not. You're actually sinking them deeper into the swamp. And you're going to end up with this resentful victim, which is even worse in my book. But you can't even have that conversation without taking out this addiction to blame. I want you to know right now in your life, you are completely running your big fucking blamey finger all over the place, right? You run your blamey finger at the fucking weather as to why you're not happy or satisfied or fulfilled or fully self-expressed. You'll run your blamey finger at your fucking credit card. You'll run your fucking blamey finger at your neighbor for where they park in the car. You run your blamey fucking finger over there, over here, all over the fucking place, waving it around like a fucking Harry Potter fucking wand. Blamey, blamey, blame, blame. Oh, my boss, blamey, blamey, blame, blame. And all of it is so that you get to avoid the responsibility for you being happy. You seek external solutions to your happiness instead of being someone who, boom, you can bring happiness to the fucking table or satisfaction or peace or fulfillment or whatever the fucking thing might be. You live with this and it's society-wide. I'm not interested in being fucking popular. If I was interested in being popular... I would just tell you you're fucking right, blame it all on your fucking parents, and let's be the best you you can be. That would get me tons more fucking listeners, tons more followers on fucking Instagram and whatever else I'm floating around. I would, I would be, I'd be on fucking Oprah, and I wouldn't curse. I don't want to be on Oprah. But the thing I'm out to do with you is make a fucking difference with you. You got to get off of that fucking addiction. Oh, you know why? I'm this way. I mean, I'm 50 fucking seven now. And I'm this way because of the way my parents raised me. I left home when I was 15, 42 fucking years ago. Are you kidding me? 42 years ago. Oh yeah, but that pain has never left me. I know, because all you fucking talk about. I know those are formative times in your year. I know the fucking hippocampus. I know what fucking happens in your head. I know all that shit. I know. I know. I know the neuroscience. I get it. I know trauma. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. I got it. And? 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 Here's what and. Nothing. You got nothing. So you have to get off of your fucking penchant, which is a brilliant French word, for blame. 
the more you look at it in your life, the more you'll see like, fuck, I'm draining the life away from myself. I'm like draining my power out. I just point to everything, everything, you know, it's this thing or that thing or this thing or that. But how do I, Gary, stop blaming your behavior on your mood? What about that one? Oh, I'm not feeling it today. Excuse me while I be an asshole. Excuse me. Guys, everybody, gather around. Just want to let you know. I woke up really shitty this morning, and I'm probably going to be an asshole to most of you. Definitely you. Blame, blame, blame. That's actually blame. You're blaming your behavior on how you fucking feel. Oh, I can never let that go. I can never let that thing go. It's too painful. Why aren't you both feet in dealing with yourself to get that complete for you? Well, I've tried to get it complete. I've asked them to apologize. Stop. Stop. Get it complete for you. For you. I've lost count the number of times people have said, oh, if only they would apologize. Well, they're not fucking gone. How are you going to handle that? And as I've, I've said, even on this show, you're not looking for an apology. You're not. You're asking somebody to apologize for your point of view. It won't ring for you because mostly when people say they're looking for an apology, mostly, they're pretty dug in about being right about the other person. So the culture of victim comes out of our desire to blame. And all over the, the world right now, people are just screaming about their victimhood. Are there social injustices in the world? Yeah. Should we do something about those? Fuck yeah. Are there things in this world that are not right? Yeah. Should we do something about those? Fuck yeah. But you can't even address them properly because you're constantly coming from a place of blame and victim. You can't get to them. You can only grind through those. And the way that you've grown through your personal life, how you are there, it's the same fucking mechanism. That's why it's so fucking confusing. It's so fucking confusing because you've never been able to sort your way through your personal shit. When you learn how to transform a relationship, your view of the world changes because you see that there are things out there that are transformable if I stop pointing the fucking finger. I don't talk about people coming together and working things out, out of some fucking do-goody, happy clapper bullshit. I do that because that's the only way you can get shit done. Or you can get shit done by force. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You actually can't. You can't sustain it. You can't sustain it by force. You cannot. Stop. So I'm asking you, you, to take on being extraordinary. Like, you're going to start catching yourself in that fucking blame train because it's not a fucking game. It's a train. It's one thing after the other, after the other, after the other on a single fucking track. You got to get off of that fucking blame train. And you got to realize the degree to which the conversation for you being at the effect, that is you being at the effect of things outside of you, you being 
the victim. And I know there are those of you out there too who are like, yeah, but what about that? Like you fight for the victim. You don't realize you're fighting for the victim to stay where they are. That's what you're fighting for. I get you've got compassion. The mistake is you think I don't. That's your mistake. Your mistake is that I have no compassion or little compassion. I have all the compassion in the world for people. I spend my fucking life listening to people in the swamp of fucking mediocrity and drama. I want to have conversations with those folks. I want to get what it's like for them. And then I want them to see what they're doing to themselves. Again, two different conversations, right? I can have a conversation with somebody who's been the victim of something about what they're now doing with their life. And I can also have a conversation with those that have victimized them. They're human beings too, no matter how heinous or bankrupt that acts might have been. Blame and victimhood, the two things that you must end in your life. And you got to end it. You got to end it now. What do I do with somebody who's this way, Gary? Stop. Stop. Whatever way people are with you, by the way, whatever they bring to the table, it only gets to live on to the degree that you push back against it. It only gets to live on to the degree that you push back against that. That's what gives it life. It's like you're pumping plasma into people's upsets. It's like you're putting the fucking pads on their chest and here, let's talk about this more. Here, let's give this more life. Come on, let's fucking get this out in the open. And then you get up the next day and you do it all again. You pump life into people's upsets by either trying to fix them or resist them. Rather than do what with them? Let people communicate. You don't have to fucking interact with that. You can just nod your head and I get it and I understand. What do you have to say about that? Nothing. What's your opinion? My opinion is you have every right to communicate. But the desire to change people, to force them to think differently or behave differently or la, 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 that's what you bring to life in your life. Then you're in that context of who the fuck's to blame and you're in a context for victim, which is like, I can't be around that person. They're just so negative. La, 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 Be powerful. Be extraordinary. You don't have to walk the same path as everybody, and you don't have to follow the predictable answers that people have come up with for, quote, unquote, breaking the chain, which ultimately doesn't break the chain. It's just another fucking link in the chain. Breaking the chain is really more about you don't engage with the chain. I'm not playing that game. I'm not playing that game. If there are two people who are, who are at odds with one another, I'm not playing the game of who's right between the two of them. You can love both of those people and not agree with anything either of them are saying. But again, we jump in there like, okay, let's get to the bottom. Who started this shit? Doesn't matter who started it. Where are we now? So to be powerful in life requires you to get off of that blame train. To be powerful in life is to catch yourself in a conversation for victim. Victim to what? Anything. Anything. And the more you catch yourself, the more powerful you see you are. And the more powerful you see you are, the more you can raise the stakes in your life. You'll actually be someone that other people want to be around. Why? Because you don't peddle in the same bullshit. 
all too often, people are trying to find their circle, find their tribe, sort your shit out. Your tribe will find you. They'll want to be by your side because you'll make sense. You'll be the one who has a gravity. You'll be the one the other fucking little planets want to come and start spinning around it because you don't do the blame game. And you're not interested in the victim conversation, not because you don't have some compassion for people who have been victimized, it's because that's no way to live. That's no way to live. It's no way for a human being to live, to live the life being a victim. And so if you want to engage with my work, come on in. Both fucking feet. Be powerful. No blame. No victim. Let's go. That's it for this week. Catch you on the flip side. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.